Welcome back to another episode on the dating series. And today I want to talk to you about love, risk, and taking a leap of faith. I think a lot of the times that we have talking stages these days and situationships is because in some ways we're all afraid of commitment. And it seems to be more prominent today than ever before. I think it's a safe statement to make just because of how often I see them happen either to people I know, even myself. And I, you know, one time I sat and I thought about what a situationship is and I realized how it is quite honestly a time waster because what are you doing? The situationship means that if they don't text you, You can't get upset because they're not your boyfriend or they're not your girlfriend. But the dynamic that you share between the two of you is not like a friend. Friends don't kiss each other, but you do. You guys have your, you know, chemical interactions. Friends don't do that. And I thought about it and how much time I know I have spent talking to someone, texting, calling, actually investing in them only for it not to be anything is the most frustrating thing ever why do we do that why do why do we do this to ourselves what about situationships are so appealing we keep doing it even though it's essentially a waste of time where that energy and that time that we spent in it can be invested in something else and improving us Focusing on classes, maybe making new hobbies, building friendships, new making new friends. All of that. There's plenty of things to offer in our lives besides this, right? And I got to thinking, why are situationships so prevalent in today's society? What about our age group decides that situationships are the norm? What makes them so appealing? And I that the reason is... We all don't really like commitment (laughs) because, again, commitment means a promise. That is the equivalent of saying, I'm going to put in this work and it means something to me. You matter to me. It's admitting that you do like this person enough for it that you want it to work out and that you want it to go somewhere. Whether or not it lasts, that is not the point. The point is that you, in that moment, like that person, enough to continue to pursue them and have the expectation and promise that you will do this for as long as those feelings are there, even if it's hard. That's what a commitment is. That's what it is. And I've realized situationships, honestly, are probably the reason, again, now I'm not saying it is scientific or anything, just my own opinion. And my own observations, putting together hypotheses that these types of dating are the setup for more divorces later on. And as we know, it's pretty common knowledge that 50% of marriages today end in divorce. And maybe you wonder, well, why is that? Why do marriages end in divorce? Because I don't think anyone wants to enter a marriage expecting or wanting it to end in divorce. No one wants that. But it happens. And the statistics are very high. And it's been proven. And I think it kind of comes back to how we started dating before you met your partner. The dating in society says, oh, if it's hard or if it doesn't work out, it's okay. You can break up with them. 
you'll find someone else. There's plenty of fish in the sea. You're not out of options. You know, you're going to be fine and you can always try again, right? That's that's what dating is. It is trial and error, I feel like, but almost to a dangerous, detrimental extent where it's teaching us that when things get hard with a person, that it is okay and acceptable not to continue whatever is there, regardless of those emotional connections that you've already built. And if you think about it, it makes sense. Because when you date all these people before you find your partner, how long did they all last? Like, really? Truly? So when you get into a marriage, I'm not surprised to find this statistic to be so high. 50% of marriages ending in divorce. Because we are trained by our past experiences to do what we naturally do and is to jump ship. It, it, like humans are, we can be conditioned. That's why habits are formed. If you start biting your nails, if you do it long enough, it can become habit. If you, but the same is true with exercise. If you decide to wake up, go to the gym every day, that can become a habit. Or getting on a sleep schedule, going to bed at a decent time, waking up at a decent time, that can be a habit because we can train ourselves to do that. The same can be applied to dating subconsciously you are training yourself now this part i can kind of attest to since i have a psych i made minor in psychology but essentially what's happening is any of the actions that you exert not exert that's maybe not the right word that you whatever, exert in your relationship, they're all setting a precedent, perhaps, for any other future situations that are similar to the one that you just experienced. So when things get hard, most people quit. For example, I mean, I have been dancing since I was two years old, which is a long time. And, you know, when I tell people that, their automatic response is, oh, yeah, I remember doing dance when I was X age, but I quit. Or I have been playing the piano since the third grade, taking lessons. And someone's like, oh, yeah, I remember I took the piano when I was X age, but I quit. That's the normal response. Do you see what I'm talking about? Even at elementary school age we are already starting to make those types of choices now those choices aren't bad or good they just are choices in this matter but if it becomes a habit you can't be surprised if you can never be in a relationship for long you have to start looking at yourself and seeing if there's patterns in the people that you choose It's obviously a pattern because you haven't been with one person for a long period of time. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in this situation. A pattern means there's obviously something happening to where the results are always the same, which is being single, having to start over. 
And it can be for a number of reasons. And that is up to you to figure out. As an individual, really self-reflect and critically analyze yourself without being biased, without having emotion involved, and looking at yourself from an objective point of view. Seeing, is it my part? Is it really my partner? Or are there parts of me that have affected the way these relationships ended? And usually there is something because I know that there is something because I have done this to myself. I have sat down and done exactly what I'm encouraging you to do. And whatever that case is, whatever it is that you find, think about it and see what you can do to change it. Because just like you can create new habits, you can also undo them. And that takes work a little bit. But depending on how much you want to change, it will happen. Because nothing will happen unless you want it to. That's all I can say. No one can change anyone's mind. And I've learned that the hard way. (laughs) Multiple times. More times than I need to admit. But yes, taking that lesson is hard for me. So I can definitely tell you that you cannot change anyone's mind. Which also means no one can make you do anything unless you want to do it. If you want to do something, you will. For example, if I wanted to lose weight and I said I wanted to and I was like, oh, I really wish I could lose 15, 20 pounds, you know, um, I should probably do something about it, but I never do anything about it. Like you're not, the point is that point blank, you're not doing anything. Or if everyone around me tells me that Jenny, you need to lose weight, this is unhealthy, or you need to exercise. Because you're having health declines or whatever. But you just say, okay, yeah, you're right. I need to start exercising. I'm going to go to the gym every day or I'm going to eat healthier. But you maybe only say that just to get those people off your back. Again, you won't want to lose that weight unless you decide to do it for yourself. Until you realize and it clicks in your own brain that you want to do that, it doesn't matter if the president or Beyonce tells you you need to lose weight. It won't happen unless you want it to happen. So the same thing happens with change. The the same principle applies to habits and self-improvement. Things are not out of your reach unless you make it in your mind to be that way. Because our mind is a powerful, powerful tool in terms of success, drive, determination, getting things done. I mean, look at procrastination. Procrastination is all about the brain. The reason we procrastinate is scientifically because when we think of the task that needs to be done, it brings up an unpleasant feeling. Where it makes us feel like we are being punished because what we're about to do or that needs to be done is unenjoyable or hard. Makes us feel any type of negative emotion. So the reason why people procrastinate is to put off that emotion that is attached. Whether you realize it subconsciously or consciously, that is the reason why procrastination exists. And why it's happening and why it does happen. is because you want to push off that feeling so you're like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes. Oh, I'll just do it the next day. Next day comes and you never do it. Until eventually 
the deadline is in six hours, and then you have to sit down and speed your butt through an assignment that was due ten days ago. You can break procrastination if you decide to. Again, that is not procrastinating trying to change. Look at that. But yes, it is hard. It's going to be hard sometimes. But you know what my mom said? She's a very wise woman. Life is hard. Everything takes work. Nothing that we do comes for free. Nothing that we do is without effort. If you want the life that you want, it's going to take work to get there. It's not just going to be handed to you on a silver platter or be given to you by a fairy godmother. You have to earn it. And honestly, when I think about it in that way, you can take it two ways. You could be like, oh, this sucks. I can't believe I actually have to do stuff in order for my life to be good. Or you can think of it as, you know, when you create that life and you finally get to that destination... Imagine how good you're going to feel realizing that you and you alone are the reason you are here today. You're the reason your life turned out the way you wanted it. You were the reason that for the successes. It's all because of you that you had the job that you want or the career that you want or the you got the college, you got into the college you wanted, you graduated or got a degree, whatever the case may be. That's all you. That's amazing. Like, that's, you should be so proud of yourself because all of those successes and the accomplishments that you made are all solely because of the work you put in. And that's something to be very proud of. To say that you made this life for yourself. And then on the other flip of the coin is If you decide to be complacent, if you decide to stay the same, or you decide to procrastinate, or decide you don't need to put in effort and expect things to just work out without any input, that's all on you. Or if you decide not to try and really bet on yourself that that's all on you so going back to love right I went on a tangent a little bit so my apologies but the same thing is love is work again commitment is part of the cards it's that if you want a healthy loving relationship commitment is needed love is needed so if you're in a situation where you have feelings for someone and you're in a situationship. Don't be afraid of those feelings. Don't. Because having feelings is human. Everyone has feelings. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be a part of something. Everyone wants to belong. We Humans are social creatures. We are meant and wired to want to be around people and want to be accepted. Whether or not we admit it to ourselves, that's the case. So yeah, situationships require commitment. And I think commitment is so hard for us, again, because it's not something that is 
easy to want. Or not maybe, yeah, not want. Because when you date, sometimes I can feel as if that person has one foot out the door already from the get-go. And the date's not even over. I mean, that's what a situationship is. is Both people are having both of their foot out the door. Imagine a room. You have two entrances. One for each of you. And you're both talking to each other. And it's like half of your body's in it. But half of the other, your one foot is out in the hallway. A, you're not going to be able to hear each other that well. You're going to have to shout. Which is a metaphor for miscommunication. Or leaving on open. Not being honest with your feelings. All that sorts of stuff. Why would you want that? If you want real love, jump all in. It is scary. Trust me, I know. It is really scary to admit that you might have feelings for someone. But instead of blocking them, or instead of ignoring them and you being the one to leave them on open, maybe try something different. Because if you think about it, the reason these patterns keep persisting is because you don't do anything differently. It's not until you decide, well, what do I have to lose if I decide to change things up a bit? Because love is worth that leap of faith. I mean, what if it works? And I know that doing that is scary. And I know that I am scared whenever I put myself in this situation. Because I don't want to get hurt. No one wants to get hurt. Because it sucks. Heartbreak sucks. Flat out rejection. It's not a pleasant feeling. But here's the truth. We're scared because of our feelings. Which is a good thing. And I get it. It's scary to have feelings again for someone. But when it comes to love, there's always going to be that risk. There's always a possibility that you could get hurt. That's just the name of the game. When you put something in, you might lose it. You might get heartbroken. It's just like gambling. You put in money to probably maybe lose it. But at the same time, you might be able to win it all. And get even more than you put in to bet and to place yourself in that game. The possibility of it working out, I mean, isn't that worth it? You are betting on something that could possibly change your life forever, could make you so happy, could give you a partnership that you never thought you could get or maybe sometimes think that you deserve. Love is a, it's a weird thing. And I remember specifically hearing that phrase in Catching Fire when Johanna Mason is talking about Finnick and his like complicated girlfriend. And she just says love is weird. And it's true. Love is weird and it's crazy and it's scary. It's adventurous. It's exciting. It's happiness. It's feeling full it's feeling joy it's feeling loved and special and admire and like you finally can feel seen because that's what love is when you find someone like that so but you never will know unless you truly take that next step and talk to that person and say you know I actually really like you would you want a date you know it doesn't need to be some declaration of love with rose petals and candles like you're 
proposing to them. Or like what Kanye did with Kim in A Wall of Flowers. It doesn't need to be big. All you need to do is first admit that you like someone. Admit it. It's not a weakness. Love isn't a weakness. I think it is a strength. Because you are strong enough and confident enough in yourself and that person to admit that you have feelings for them. And that you are willing to put your heart on the line to see if something can work out with that person. To see if that connection is there. And to build on it and see if something can be made out of it. Can a house be made out of this relationship? If you have a strong foundation, can you build a second story? Relating to marriage and a family. Don't give up on something if you truly want it. Which goes back to what I've said in my tangent. And also, if you want it, don't be afraid to admit that it is something that you want. Which again is something I've experienced myself. It's hard to admit sometimes that you care about someone when maybe you really didn't want to develop feelings. But it happens. And just go with it. Life is short and long at the same time. Take the time that you have and don't be afraid. Be brave. Express your feelings. Don't be shy. Be proud of what you feel. Because if you feel that for someone, they're lucky. Because it means that they obviously pick someone compassionate and emotional and mature. Because that person, you, are willing to tell that person, I don't want to walk away from this because I see something here that could be something more. And you are confident enough to tell them that. That is honestly the first step. Well, second step. First step is admitting that you have feelings and want to do something about it. Because while situationships are great and all for boredom or attention or any other superficial reason, which, trust me, I've felt all of those, something substantial like love, that is where it's at. Feeling like you, someone has your back. And it's a partnership. That's what it is. And you know, I know I've made plenty of mistakes in terms of love. And it sounds cheesy. I know all of this sounds cheesy. To take that leap of faith. To take that risk. And knowing that it could maybe or maybe not work out. But those mistakes are what make our fate. And without them... What would it shape our lives? Think about it. If life went well, if it was always perfect, what's exciting about life? It would be predictable. It means that we always get what we want. But doesn't the hard work you put into something like a relationship, making it work, those compromises, showing up every day for that person that you love, always being there and not staying complacent or content or satisfied and getting into a rut those if without it if you think about it life itself would technically be boring if we live in a perfect world where everything just comes naturally where's the excitement and where's the fear and honestly it's not fear it's just 
is knowing that there is a possibility that the person you care about can break your heart because that's the craziest thing is that's what love is a person that you love has the ability to make you the happiest person in the world on the flip side they have the ability to make you the saddest person in the world because you trust them with your heart there was this book that i read this series is called selection by Kira Cass. Absolutely love it. I've reread it multiple times. And my favorite book is the last one. And the main characters, one of them, you know, hurts the other. Which again is part of a relationship. Just because someone hurts you, and depending on the situation, as you know, I'm not talking about physical, but when things go wrong or you have an argument and things you hurt that person, there was a there was something that the other the love interest said to her that stuck with me and always makes me cry in that you have my heart it's you have there's no one else so you can break it as much as you can because i always i'll always be there for you and that's essentially the message was that i love you you have my heart break it as much as you can because it's yours to break and i thought that was the most beautiful thing ever because that is what love is. That is what commitment is. Marriage isn't perfect. It's not easy. But that's what it is. Giving your ability to be vulnerable. Allowing that person to literally hold your emotion, your happiness in their hands. And you doing the same for them. They trust you enough to let you hold that in their hands. That's what love is. So if we never make mistakes... What is shaping our lives? Just like in the earlier episode that I talked about in school, when you fail, what's that doing? It's taught me to be stronger. So if we never veered off course, we wouldn't, in my opinion, maybe we wouldn't ever fall in love. Because maybe the last thing you want to do is fall for a person. Maybe when you met this person, you didn't want it to go anywhere but then suddenly you started developing feelings that's crazy right and you're thinking oh my gosh what am i doing why am i feeling this way i shouldn't feel this way just go with it and maybe you're thinking oh my well jenny that's not maybe the right thing to do i have other things to do okay well yeah yeah you do you're right but don't pass it don't swipe left on this opportunity just because it didn't come in the way you expected. Because maybe it can make you really happy. Maybe the person that you've been talking to for about God knows how long could make you happy. And, you know, I think, again, we're all used to hold that whole, like, trial run type of scenario. Like, you get Spotify for three months free, or I don't know what the deal is. Well, the point is, is that you try it and whatever, and then you can back out of it, and everyone ends their subscription right before the free deal ends. Sometimes that feels like what situationships is, is the commitment's not fully there because you're not actually paying any money, which is your time and your feelings and your heart and your effort to show up for that person. So maybe I'm encouraging people to look at situationships Look at the patterns as to why we get into these situationships. What type of partner are we going for and why? What do all these partners, all these past exes have in common? 
and maybe why do you gravitate towards them and what about them brings out maybe certain parts of you and then also look at what do you do in your all the relationships that you've done can you find any similarities in actions and feelings maybe you self-sabotage maybe you start picking fights maybe you start to be you know start to withdraw maybe you get defensive or maybe you close up I don't know what it is but the point is is that if you've haven't been in a relationship very long there's a pattern so find it and if you somehow found a person in the most unexpected way in a situationship or whatever the case may be go for it don't be afraid of those emotions don't be afraid to try and care for someone because i know it's hard to admit that you care for someone because you know, <laughs> I always joke that people suck, but people also can surprise you. And I would rather try and see where things go than to pass an opportunity and never know what could have been. That to me is the worst feeling because it leaves an a open ended question, really, that was and will never be answered you'll never know what could have been maybe this person could have been your husband or your wife maybe this person could have been a very influential figure that helped you through times in your life that you need them for you won't know unless you try you won't unless you won't know unless you step through the door with both feet you jump into the pool with both feet again (laughs) you take that leap of faith you jump not knowing if you're gonna fall if you're gonna crash and burn or if you're gonna fly and I know it's scary and I know love is risky but that's the name of the game so if you're gonna play you might as well play it right y'all you might as well go all in again don't be afraid of those feelings and do something about them. Do something different from what you've done in the past. Don't keep making the same mistakes. Form a new habit. Get rid of the old and continue to change. With that, this is the end of the episode. And I can't wait to be with you guys in the next one. Bye.